chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside, as always, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, I throw a world-famous in there. We got some downloads from Germany and Belgium, so we're making waves across the world. Oh, man. You know, if we can get, like, Liechtenstein is on the list of places our computer laptop can't go. So if someone listens from uh, Liechtenstein, um, we might have university police coming after us. <laughs> all right, well, let's get into some news around NASCAR before we preview all three races at Circuit of the Americas just down the road from us in Austin, Texas. I think the biggest news of the week would be coming from Roush Fenway Racing. Uh, reports started circulating that Brad Keselowski will leave Penske Racing and has been offered uh, ownership stake in Roush Fenway Racing, and it appears to be a done deal. Although I'm a hardcore journalist, I reached out to Roush Fenway Racing and they could not confirm or deny. Oh, man. Um, well, you know what they say, if you don't deny, you pretty much confirm. <laughs> so it was interesting to see. Uh, is that how that goes? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we work in the PR business. We know how it goes. I mean, it will be interesting to see. And then if he does leave, do you think Austin Sendrick moves into that number two car with Penske? That was rumored uh, earlier this year, but it seems to be um, some rumblings are getting louder. Yeah, and then uh, Matty D, uh, Bendetta, uh, D, uh, Matty D's been just sitting waiting around. He like he was talking to someone uh, yesterday on a, a thingy, and he said he's. He's pretty much has to wait for dominoes to fall because um, he was also reported to be going elsewhere. But if stuff moves around, he might stick around at Wood Brothers and keep that confidence meter going another year. <laughs> uh, some other news out of Roush Fenway Racing yesterday on Wednesday. Uh, they signed an extension with Fastenal through 2024. And then while his contract is up at the end of the year, it looks like the Chris Busher will be staying there for a while. Yeah, he's been showing promise, so they. I think they'd want to to stick it out with him. Uh, we have here President Steve Newmark said, Chris and our arrangement is one that we expect it to continue not only through the next three years of the fast and our relationship, but well beyond that as well. He used well twice, like in five words. Um, he probably could have crossed one of those out, but yeah, you get it. So we'll be interesting to see what happens. A lot of changes coming uh, this summer, I have a feeling. And you think it'd be funny if uh, Roush Fenway played a little uh, shtick on the New York Yankees. Well, you know, like I, I got a postcard back in the day. Oh, I thought I had my postcard wall, but I do not. I must have it at home. Someone sent me a Yankee suck postcard from uh, Boston the one time they went and like, I think if you did a mock bumper sticker on the back of every Roush Fenway car that said Yankees suck, that would be pretty, you know, you would probably lose one or two uh, tainted Yankees fans, but you would pick up the rest of the world. Yeah. A lot so of I Boston think people. That's an even, that. even trade. So um, if we know anybody at uh, Roush Fenway, I think that'd be a good publicity stunt. All right. 
Uh, some other news around NASCAR. The North Carolina governor announced that $30 million of President Biden's American Rescue Plan money will go towards infrastructure repairs at Rockingham Speedway, North Wilkesboro Speedway, and Charlotte Motor Speedway. And it looks like each one of those would get about $10 million. Yeah, it looks like my uh, heartfelt trip to North Wilkesboro and my little Instagram story reel I did with Iris Dements, um, uh, our town playing in the background. I think it pulled on some heartstrings. Um, I think the governor might have looked at that and uh, it throws some cash at it. And I don't know if you saw what Kenny Wallace said yesterday. I saw you yeah. tweeted back at him. I saw you tweeted at him and Dale Jr. Yeah, he predicted, uh, he predicts it will be a dirt course, which is something we've talked about in the past. So maybe, uh, like, I feel like the governor's listening to us and I feel like Kenny's listening to us. So, it, like, I, I, I replied to Kenny, haven't heard back from him, maybe someday. It makes more sense to make that a permanent dirt track than to t- keep putting dirt in and taking it out of Bristol every year. But, yeah. But I don't know if, like, some people, when he said that, it was like 60%, yeah, great idea, and like 40%, no, bad idea. So I don't, I think some people are just against dirt, but. Majority rules, man. Yeah. Uh, Our numbers on the move. Uh, The study from Nielsen shows that moving the car number decals from the center of the door would result in added sponsor value, and that increases expectations that a change will be made after this season and my question to you thomas is do you want to see the numbers move to the back or the front or do we care i semi don't care um i I wouldn't mind seeing it move backward or forward i really don't want to see it on rear quarter panel or front quarter panel yeah um i just can't believe they needed to do a study for this because it's pretty obvious if you give a sponsor more room somewhere they get more value what i don't know if they figured into it is now there's fans claiming they won't watch nascar because of this like so does that take away from the value i don't know that they're not going to stop i think it's just a bunch of whiny uh people um my thing is i don't know that it would affect the viewing and the watching to me, I'd be less likely, not that I've bought one yet, to get die cast, I think. I think they that's, to me, the one thing that I don't think they factored into it, and I don't think they care. Well, I mean, to me, I think they need to get, they need to worry more about the sponsor money ship, so if they can get more money from doing it. I think, I mean, change, everybody's going to hate change, um, but I think it, as long as you can still see the numbers somewhere on the side and it's visible, because that's the best thing. Uh, about NASCAR the biggest thing about NASCAR on the cars is you associate with the number on the cars compared to Indy or F1 in my opinion yeah I mean I couldn't tell you what Tom Sneva's or or Rick Mears numbers were back in the Indy days but I could tell you what uh, Cal Yarbrough was wheeling around in so so interesting to see what they do they'll probably make a decision at the end of the year but i mean if they're going to do it now now's the time since they're uh, transitioning to the next gen car at least in the cup series but we have hit the midway point of the regular season and a little bit of an oddity as both the defending champion chase elliott and the points leader denny hamlin are among those without a win and as we look at the standings Stuart Haas is in some uh, deep doo-doo. Hendricks, Gibbs, and Penske 
all sitting pretty. Yeah, I had the numbers, and then like I want to say Stuart Haas, they have Harvick in. Oh, what? Well, he's not in. He's the third most points among people without a win, so he he would be in. But then there are other guys I want to say are. 24th 27th and 28th in the points so that is i think that qualifies as deep doo-doo yeah custer's and custer's in 25th briscoe uh 27th amarola and 28th oh i was one off yeah so i mean they they got some work to do this i mean they, they you could still say there's plenty of time but i mean Every week, there's less plenty time than the week before. And, I mean, we've harped on it for a while now, but, I mean, Amarola's has, you know, has had some bad luck. And then Briscoe last week um, at Dover, uh, ending his race uh, pretty early as he got into the wall at the end of stage one. But as we look at Hendrick Motorsports, they got Byron in second, Larson in fifth, Elliott in seventh, Bowman 13th. Um, all of them have a win except for Elliott with Joe Gibbs racing Hamlin's first Truex is third Kyle Busch 10th Christopher Bell 12th all of them have wins except for Denny Hamlin and then Penske they have Logano in fourth Blaney in sixth Kozlowski ninth and all three of them have won yeah I mean so you're gonna have 11 of the playoff drivers from three teams um, Penske oh we talked about shit Richard Childress I meant uh Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, both in playoff spots, but both searching for first wins. And like we said, uh, one of them's in 14th, I think, one's in 16th. So they're they're not comfortable. I mean, they're in, but not comfortable. Um, Chip Ganassi, uh, you know, they put, like I jumped on their website and their first like three things are indie. It's like almost like they've gotten to the point where their NASCAR is second fiddle and uh, makes me feel bad for Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain, but they're 18 and 23rd. Um, Going to be yeah. tough to get in on points. Uh, probably need a win at some point. And then uh, Ross Fen Fenway's picking up steam. Busher's in at 14th. Newman's outside at 20th but they've been improving the, the second second half of the first half, if that makes sense. Second quarter. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a chance. Butcher's actually in 15th, not 14th. He's right above Reddick, who's in the 16th cutoff spot. Oh, my God. I fucked that up. <laughs> so as we head to the second half of the regular season, one of the things that we noticed and we talked about earlier this year, I think it was at our quarter recap, Five of the 13 remaining races are road courses. And we have Circuit of the Americas this weekend, then Sonoma, Road America, Watkins Glen, and then the Indianapolis road course. Yeah, it doesn't bode well for uh, some of the, the drivers we mentioned that need to climb the ladder. Um, Almarola, Benedetto, Priest, Reddick, Stenhouse, Dillon, Wallace, they all have average finishes of over 20 at uh, road courses. Um, and McDowell, who's the last among race winners, will also be in trouble because he uh, his average finish at road courses is 24.8. So if we get a 17th winner, um, the only thing that would help him, chance you get a 17th winner is already behind him in points, but he's he's struggled the last few weeks, and there's not many super speedways left, which is where he scores big points at. 
but it does bode well for guys like Kurt Busch, Eric Jones, Cole Custer, and Ryan Newman. Uh, Bush has an average finish of 14.1, Eric Jones 14.3, Cole Custer 14.7, and then Newman 16.4. So a lot of chances for those guys to move up the standings. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they're all guys that are uh, need it. So you got to make the most of it, you know, stay in the fight at those tracks. Um, those are bad tracks to get engine problems at because, like, I don't know. I guess all – you don't want to forget it forget i even said that you don't want engine problems at any tracks <laughs> that was <laughs> good enough that's good statement. analysis right there good analysis <laughs> i i was gonna say something but it was gonna be about 20 minutes long so i just stopped and we're gonna go on to the uh this week's racing yeah and the big news we tweeted about it on sunday they are having practice and qualifying uh for all three races this weekend so we bitched about it last week about how the metric sucks and it screws guys over that had a bad race the week before that need good races they have a chance to qualify uh and get earn their spot the first race is the truck series the toyota tundra 225 that is set for a 1 p.m eastern time start on fs1 on saturday It'll be a total of 41 laps with stage one ending on lap 12 and stage two ending on lap 26. And this is where it hurt my small brain. I'm like, God, 41 laps, that's it. And then I realized they're on a 3.41 mile uh, track. 20 turns, 20 yeah. turns. So the uh, truck and Xfinity practice are set for Friday afternoon and the starting lineup will be determined Saturday morning with group qualifying. We got some road course winger, winger, road course ringers this week in the trucks. I uh, have Michelle Abate, Samuel Lecompte, Brandon Gross, uh, Cameron La uh, Lawrence, Lawless Allen, and John Atwell. They all have um, road course experience at various different levels. Um, we'll see if that, I mean, I'd want to say trucks would be the place I would think that a road course person could could uh, do the best at just because of the competition they're going against is just a tad bit uh, lower than at the other ones. But uh, we'll see. I feel yeah. like road course ringers, they're, they're like really fun and all, but they don't get many wins. Because yeah. I think uh, actual drivers are getting better at right. Uh, road courses actual full-time in the trucks it's interesting because they don't really race at road course as much yeah i mean they have like what did we say that one a year i think they've done daytona uh this year already they did daytona last year and then 2019 i think canadian tire motorsports park was the only one so yeah and sheldon creed has shown that um, he can race really well on the road courses. He has a win in a second place finish the last two years at the Daytona road course. And then when they raced in Canada in 2019, he finished fourth. Ben Rhodes has also been pretty impressive. He was first and 14th at Daytona and third in Canada. And then Brett Moffat won in Canada in 2019. So who are you going with? I'm going to go with Sheldon Creed for the reasons mentioned above. He's been dominant at daytona and he's got to win in 2019 i think it's going to be hard for him to beat um i'm gonna go off the grid on this one uh because like i could go with one of the ones that won recently but if you're ever going to go off the grid it might as well be a race where a they don't race on roads much and b 
they've never raced here before. I'm going to go uh, Michelle Abate. Uh, has a lot of Trans Am experience. Uh, has a couple championships on that level. She can wheel it. So, you know, this will be a long shot and a, uh, a winner pick all at the same time. All right. So I'm going to go with Sheldon Creed. Thomas is going with Michelle Abad again, the Toyota Tundra 225 set for 1 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time. Start on Fox Sports 1. As we transition into Xfinity, the Pit Boss Grills 250 will be right after the truck race at 4 p.m. Eastern on FS1. It will be 46 laps with stage one ending on lap 14 and stage two ending on lap 30. They will practice on Friday at 4 p.m. with qualifying set for 11 a.m. on Saturday. I hope they don't do like they did at Dover and like uh, on after stage one have 10 um, yellow flag laps. Um, oh, I meant to tell you, uh, if you go to J-Ski, there's a report that somebody did like a whole study to see. Oh, I if, saw that, but it didn't include this year. Oh. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I looked at it. It had gone down about a lap and a half since 1980 on average. Yeah, I it didn't include this year. So we need to, but yeah, if they do 10 yellow flag laps here, stage two will be six laps. <laughs> yeah, we also have some familiar faces driving in this race. Yeah, we got Kevin Harvick, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, Kyler, uh, Kyle, Kyle Bush, and Austin Dillon. They're all bushwhacking this week. Um, smart move on their part, you know, I'm surprised a few couple more didn't get in. If, if you've never ridden this course before, you might as well get some laps in in another car. And then we have some, uh, road course ringers. The said heads are going to be back in force. Boris said racing for David Starr this weekend, Kyle Wright, Andy Lally, Spencer Pumpley and Miguel Paludo. I hope. Yeah. And Andy will also be in the uh, booth for the truck race. Um, good to hear him with, uh, Michael Waltrip. Uh, he's usually got some pretty good insight. Who's going to be up there? Uh, Andy Lolly. Oh, nice. So who you got winning the Xfinity? <laughs> you know, Max Pappas isn't in the race. So in, I'm going with Boris said, Oh, you're going to be a set head. Yeah. You know, not many times you get to pick him. Plus he's going to be in the Whataburger car. And if the Whataburger car gets in victory lane at, in Austin, the place will go bonkers because what a burger. I think if he wins, Whataburger should give out free burgers. But only to those in the state of Texas. Like Auburn and other places in Alabama are starting to get a Whataburger and it pisses me off. So only Texas locations should you be able to get a free Whataburger if four seven. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Austin Cendrick. I'm going to stick with the guys that race in the, the series normally, I guess. Cendrick, uh, of his 11 Xfinity wins, Four of them have come at road courses, so he's got some success there. And again, let you know, never raced here, but with the practice and everything, uh, I think they'll be able to get it done. You any thoughts on that? No, I mean, you know, I just I, I was fondly remembering back to when the show first started, and I would say Austin Cindric like ninety-two times <laughs> an episode. And I've slowly backed off from that, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's my audio uh, video back. Yeah, I, uh, you know, good pick by you. Thanks, man. Not as good as Boris said, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. 
So as we go to the cup race, the Echo Park Texas Grand Prix on FS1 will be at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. That'll be on FS1. 68 total laps with stage one ending on lap 15 and stage two ending on lap 32. They will practice Saturday morning at 10.05 with qualifying set for Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Chase Elliott, obviously the favorite heading into this race as he has five road course victories under his belt. And he would become the sixth driver in NASCAR Cup Series to record a six or more road victory. Yeah, he would join Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Bobby Allison, Richard Petty, Rusty Wallace, and Ricky Rudd. And I didn't realize Richard Petty has, like, why don't they bring him in as a road course ringer <laughs> at this point? I don't think they need him getting behind the wheel. <laughs> well, if not him, at least Ricky Rudd. They should. Or Tony Stewart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Stuart Haas, they, <laughs> I yeah. mean, they're struggling in the driver points. They got to be struggling in the owner points. You might want to uh, <laughs> boot Eric Almarola out of the car for a week and get the, the Tony in there wheeling it. Some guys uh, getting the call up from Xfinity would be Austin Sendrick, AJ Allmendinger, and Kyle Tilly. Yeah. I, uh, um, and one of them is actually going to be my uh, long shot pick. Ooh. They all have extensive road course. We talked about Kyle Tilly last week um, with what he's done in the Rolex uh, series. Is, is, um, yeah, and you mentioned Austin Sindrick and his wins and A.J. Allmendinger back in the day when he was on the Cup Series. He was a uh, always pretty outstanding on road courses. And then as we look to Sunday, the Wood Brothers are looking for their 100th win. How confident are you that it comes this week? Um I put 4.7 on the paper. I meant 3.7, but I'm calling my shot now. All right. He's going to win in Dover. I mean, not New Hampshire. He's going right. to win in New Hampshire. So they, all this confidence shit right now doesn't really matter. All right. So you're calling your shot, New Hampshire, that they'll get their 100th win. Not this weekend. I'm like a 3.6. I'm a little bit lower than you. Uh, just based on DiBenedetto's last five road course races, he has finished just once in the top 10. So not looking good, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll get it. Thomas is calling their 100th win at New Hampshire. We'll see if that happens. Maybe if anyone wants to pre-order an ice cream cake, you know, I'm just <laughs> helping you out to get in on the schedule. All right. Let's go to our picks for the cup race. Let's go with your long shot first. Going AJ Allmendinger. Um, I said it before. He was uh, back when he was a, a cup regular. That was where he performed best at. And he has all that, uh, he has that past indie experience on uh, road courses. So going AJ Allmendinger is my long shot. And it's a little unfortunate that we don't know the starting lineup because then you could choose a guy that, you know, is already in the playoffs that's starting a little behind as your long shot and then win like you did last week. That's me throwing a jab at you. Yeah, well, I don't respond to gonads. So <laughs> Uh, my long shot is going to be Chase Briscoe. He's had success at road courses. He won the first Xfinity race at the Roval, and he also won at the Indy Road Course, so he's had some success there. He's going to be my long shot to win. Hopefully they can turn it around at Stuart Haas. He is my long shot. Who you got to win? I'm going Chase Elliott. His road prowess you already mentioned, and we're over, over, overdue for BOGO uh, Hooters wings. Uh, you know, and I would – Tyler Reddick in the Cheddar's car. So I'm going to be rooting for both uh, Chase Elliott 
and Tyler Reddick because that way we either get Cheddar's or Hooters. There you go. We're, we are all about the free food. I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. I think he's going to be pretty pissed off after his performance last week. He, alongside uh, Chase Elliott, dominate the road courses. He has four wins. Uh, the only downfall to him at the road courses, he dominates at Sonoma. Three of those wins have come there, and I believe his other one was at Watkins Glen. But I'm going to go with Truex. He could get his, what, go. fourth win of the year? Third? Fourth? I'd be his fourth, I think. Yeah. So we'll see. So that is the Echo Park Texas Grand Prix. Again, that will be at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Now for our favorite segment of our preview episodes, the paint schemes. Let's go with trucks first. You got a, you got a whole team. Uh, yeah, truck, I'm going a three-way tie because it's all the same sort of scheme, but uh, different base color. Um, the, all the guys at CMI Motorsports are going to be rolling around in uh, Lone Star flag-inspired paint schemes. They look pretty badass. So look out for those. They'll be number 49, John Atwell, number 72, Samuel LeCompte, and number 83, Brad Gross. What? And I, was I think I said Brandon Gross earlier. I met Brad Gross. Oh, Brad Gross. I actually typed Brado Gross, and I couldn't remember if it was Brandon or Brad, so I said Brandon. Like, yeah, like, it wasn't like Brad. Brado's what his close friends call him. Uh, I was actually a little disappointed in the trunk pa- truck paint schemes. I think yours are uh, far and away the best three that we'll see in the field, but I'm going to go with uh, Michelle Labont in the number 30 car. I don't know who's sponsored. Is it called Ghost and Sosha? I don't know what they are, but it looks pretty badass because he's got it might little... be wiener pills. It might be wiener pills, the ghost wiener pill. <laughs> uh, but it's got like the little ghost that looks like the little ghost emoji. I thought it looked cool. Again, a little disappointed in the truck paint schemes, but who you got in Xfinity? Uh going a friend of the uh, program, uh, Bailey Curry, number 74, JM Steel, Q Tech. Another, you know, if you want to get you know, if you're not going to do dogs and you're not going to do food, you slap a Lone Star or an American flag on the car and, you know, I'm going to pick it. He's got a Lone Star flag scheme going. All right. And then I'm going to go with Myatt Snyder in the number two car, Louisiana Hot Sauce. Uh, it's pretty badass. I hope to see it at the front. Louisiana Hot Sauce bringing, pun intended, bringing the fire this week. Yeah, I think they have three, car, three cars this weekend. They got... Uh, two of them which we picked and they also have the other day, jtg doherty car um ricky stenhouse yeah it's on the rear uh part rear, of the rear quarter panel and back but the other two are the whole car we have some honorable mentions too in the xfinity yeah we got aj allmendinger more flames and it's actually got like what looks like smoke coming off the uh the front tire so hopefully the broadcasters don't confuse that with the tire rub um he's in the number 16 pit boss um and then we got uh, brandon jones number 19 he's in a yee yee <laughs> camo um i was gonna look up what those are but uh, what that is but i'll just go with wiener pills until we find out and then uh jeremy clements in the uh whitetail smokeless uh, once again I, is that a tobacco thingy yeah, it's just nicotine. It just it doesn't have all the chemicals and stuff. So okay, it's like dip so that you. I, back in the day, I thought there was a law against advertising, but I guess well, it's not. not tobacco it's not one. tobacco. It's just nicotine. Okay. Huh. Well, I guess that's isn't nicotine bad though. 
it's an addictive chemical, but it doesn't have all the nasty cancerous stuff that uh, regular. Okay, anyhow, it's you know, it's got it's yeah, it's a pretty sharp looking car. All right, and who you got in the cup? Well, we already mentioned food and flags and Tyler Reddick combining the two with a ch- uh, ch- uh, cheddar, <laughs> red, white, and blue uh, Americana themed car. And then uh, mine was Kevin Harvick. He's in the mobile1000.com. Uh, it's gold and it's got money flying on the side of it. So hopefully no one runs under the track, thinks it's real and tries to grab it. Uh, mobile one thousand.com is giving fans who sign up a chance to win a thousand dollars or more in cash as well as other racing collectibles and experience if a mobile one driver wins oh wow well, good for so them we gotta and, sign uh, up i have a second pick uh ryan priest we mentioned uh, louisiana hot sauce coming in uh the myatt snyder is more of a cartoony flames this is once again and i think he had this earlier when his car caught on fire same paint scheme <laughs> And we mentioned how, like, it was the flames on the car matched the flames coming from the car. So hopefully they've been uh, having some trouble the last couple of weeks. Hopefully he doesn't light on fire again. And while we're talking paint schemes, do you want to get on your soapbox and rant a little bit? You were a little uh, pissed off earlier this week about a uh, paint scheme in general. Jesse Little. Oh, yeah. Not really pissed off. Um there's a clerical error um this was gonna this week it was gonna be a huge week for um us as far uh, as far as being a media empire we were gonna make our race car debut this week um i made a donation a sizable donation to uh jesse little uh he was raising money for shriners hospitals for children and uh if you donated, you got to have your name on your car. So I donated in honor of Loose Lug Nuts. And there's a place where you say, what name would you like put on the car? And I put Loose Lug Nuts. I didn't even put podcast. So I couldn't tell it was a podcast because I didn't think they wanted to commercialize it too much. But I thought Loose Lug Nuts was enough that, you know, you can recognize us. with. It's like when you donate to, to, uh, for a PBS uh, show you know you don't get a commercial during the thing but at the end you're like and so and so group so i figured loose lug nuts on the car and i was all excited because the paint scheme came out monday i was like oh my god where's loose lug nuts laura's loose lug nuts and i'm looking all around and it doesn't say loose lug nuts it says thomas dick so they went in they probably sold my uh my credit card information to people and whatnot like it would clearly said, what name do you want on the car? And I clearly put loose lug nuts and I even have the receipt thingy. Um, I'm not going to withdraw my sponsorship because Shriners Hospital for Children does great things, but just, it's really going to, the show I thought was going to take off with our name on the car at yeah. Coda with all the eyes of Texas, if not the world on the circuit of America's this weekend this was going to be what was going to just propel us in the stratosphere unseen um, by podcast of this type. But we didn't. But but I forgot feel- about it. I forgot about it. And then you reminded me. And now the rest of this weekend is going to be terrible. <laughs> well, I just wanted people to know that you are a good person. You did donate. You're helping kids uh, yeah. that are going through a lot. We just didn't get the recognition. 
um, that we do. I didn't do anything, so I don't really deserve any recognition. I didn't donate any of my hard-earned money because I'm an asshole, but no loose lug notes, publicity. Just just you, but you deserve this, it. This was going to be our week. Cool. All right, well, that will do it. I pissed off Thomas. He doesn't want to talk anymore, uh, but uh, that will oh, be... Just any, anyone coming out to the track this week, um, just want to let you know you are now west of the Sabine River, so now you can order brisket. Right. And the so Sabine get out River to- separates Texas and Louisiana. Yeah, never order brisket east of the Sabine. Once you're west of the Sabine, order it up. There's a lot of great places in and around Texas or uh, Austin. Um, if you want to get out the style switch, uh, barbecue, good uh, barbecue. Don't wait in line at that one place, uh, Franklin's. Don't wait in line. Go to Style Switch. Go to Terry Black's. Get out the Lockhart. Go to one of the places in Lockhart. Basically, just don't eat at a chain restaurant if you're in Austin. Don't eat at a chain restaurant. Don't eat it. Don't wait. Don't waste five hours of your life at Franklin's. Um, right. You know, it, hit us up on the uh, the Twitter. I got more food wrecks for you. Just, you know, I used to own that town. All right. So hit up Thomas. You can follow us on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. Enjoy all three races at Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. We will be back next week to recap all of those. We thank you once again for listening. This has been the world famous Loose Lug Nuts Podcast, and that's our podcast by the average fan for the average fan. We'll see you next week. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17 My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride very high and now i've got some others on my side